definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, what's happening? Happy Tuesday. Good morning and welcome on to the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you as always by Happy State Bank. Alongside Jeff Haxton, I'm Choice Woodman. Lucas White across the way handling us as usual today. You may also hit us up. Your thoughts, your comments, your questions, hopes, dreams, whatever you got, bring it all in on the Gates Flooring Center chat line through that 100.7 The Score mobile app. Got plenty to uh, get into over the next three hours or so as uh, we'll talk Rangers, we'll talk Astros, we'll talk Dallas Cowboys, we'll talk more uh, reaction from the Texas Tech football game on Saturday. It's Tuesday, so we have our tiers of 12. Feels like there's a lot of shakeup every week in the last uh, few weeks for the Big 12 Conference. So we'll tell you where we see the uh, the teams in the Big 12 Conference right now. Um, we will get into how Texan is hacks. I mean, you've lived here, what, eight years now? Seven? Yeah, coming up on, uh, well, it's seven years. Seven coming years. up on year eight. Almost, for, uh, almost into the eighth year. So uh, I've got a little food test for how Texan you are. That's uh, okay. Is. Okay. I think you'll do fairly well. Oh, uh, yeah. And you, Probably. You, you eat most of what would be on this list. Um, <clears throat> things coming full circle. We'll, uh, I'll, I'll elaborate on that a little bit later. And I just got called a jinx by a lot of people. So there's lots to get. Going through that again, huh? I don't, I don't get it. Jamie was calling me a jinx just a little bit ago in the morning draft. For the Rangers? Yeah, I just went through a few stats. I mean, I'm not the one who creates these stats. They're just... I'm just giving them to the people. Do with them what you want. But uh, on the chat line for the morning drive, they were they were not happy. Asking for fire, firing me and uh, firing... They're like, you have cause now, Jamie. Do it. So, I mean, like, not just the... The Trump firing. They wanted me actually fired, so I don't know what's going on here. What we've done there with choice, we've really fired him. This time for real. But what? why? I just I don't know, because I gave favorable stats for the Rangers, and people are saying I'm jinxing them. I, so the stat I gave, might as well just start it off here. All right. Uh, the Astros would have to make history. <laughs> to beat the Rangers. Did you hear me say this? No, but I could see you, why people were doing this. Now. Okay, the Rangers the Astros would have to make history to beat the Rangers now. No team since the League Championship Series expanded to a seven-game series in 1985. No team that has lost the first two on their home field has ever come back and won the series. Ever. Well, it's all over, Rangers fans. <laughs> it's been a good time. <laughs> it's not my fault. Yeah. <laughs> so 0 oh and 13. Is that? There's okay. 13 times it's happened where the the home team has lost it's quite their a first few two. times. Eight of those have been sweeps. 
So why don't uh-huh. you why don't you just take it the other direction? Rangers are going to sweep this sweep. week. Let's go. Finish them off on Wednesday and Thursday. I mean, as of right now, the Rangers haven't done anything but win in the postseason. It's been pretty darn good. I'm not saying it's oh, going to continue. It's been unbelievable. It's been an incredible ride. And I, the the thing that that prevents me from going that far is that bullpen. It just feels like it is, <laughs> it is shaky when you get it. It is shit. just sewn together enough. It's like, you know, 20 year old uh, jogging pants that are about to tear and fall apart. And that's <laughs> what it feels like. It's patched together like that. I'm. I'm so scared, but it. Hey, Leclerc, he's he's shut every game down. He, so far, yep. He just looks like he's throwing meatballs up there, and it just scares me to death. Because the Astros can obviously hit. Now they, you know, one thing they they can't do very well is play at home. So they might be happy they're leaving the they juice have box. Really good road record this year. But they may the be Rangers thrilled. Good home record too. And it's so. crazy through all this that's gone on. The Rangers have played one home game in this in this run. That is crazy. You're six, six and seven, or seven and zero, oh, and six of those have come on the road. Seven yeah. and zero. Oh. That, that's a nutty stat. Yeah, that you've you've been that hot, and and the, the travel hasn't been easy. You go from Anaheim to Seattle. In the regular season, to, Florida. to Seattle, Seattle to Tampa Bay, to Baltimore, and then go to Baltimore after that, and then go to Houston. Well, you had one 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 day to stop off in Texas. I guess one game to stop off and play in Texas, and then down to Houston. So, yeah, it's it's wild, but man, what a fun ride it has been. Was a little more nervous at times yesterday, but you gave yourself a cushion with a four run first. That was I got nice. the. I got to. I had to run Perry around a lot of places yesterday, and also try to get dinner set up. So I did a lot of listening yesterday, and mm-hmm. then when I'd get home, I'd watch, and then I didn't miss hardly any of it because of um, being able to listen on double T and and then watch it. But um, that that start was exactly what they needed. But then you know everybody kind of settled in. And then it became a real deal game. They started hitting bombs. Um, it just that was it was a really. And then you got Josh. He was a busy man. Oh my man. gosh, making some plays over there, diving into foul ground to make a you know, pop up throw, diving again in the ninth, pop up throw, one where he just misplays, doesn't bounce as high as he thinks it's going to. Um, the one that was ba- they had the bases loaded, nobody out. Uh, he hit, he gets a ground ball to him. He kind of juggles it, you know. He's like, oh, oh no. yeah. the huevos on Ivaldi. I mean, my yeah, yeah. goodness, yeah. that bases loaded, nobody out, and didn't blink. I mean, just show they showed it plenty of times on the broadcast, the TV broadcast. But best uh, ERA and best batting average against in Major League Baseball with runners in scoring position. Evaldi, it's the clutch gene. So He doesn't change anything. He doesn't bl- He doesn't blink. He doesn't change his uh, emotions. He if just anything, keeps he throwing. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, that was – Dude's a stud. Yep, that was uh, another nice one. And then you get to turn around back at home on uh, on t- 
tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry. On tomorrow. We've already got it as Friday here. Uh, it Joyce feels I, like so. Friday. Uh, but you get Scherzer back on the mound, and that that is an experiment at this point to find out what you're going to get. But I'm I'm excited. Could it's be. dice you got to roll. It is dice you have to. Absolutely so, you have to roll. Change it on you real quick for the break. Okay. We're going to do our tiers of 12. Yes, we will. I'm looking at this guy's power rankings. Okay. OU, Texas, Iowa State, Oklahoma State. Fifth? Fourth. Fourth. I don't I will move OSU up quite a bit. I don't know that I'm moving them that I'm high. I'm not moving them up that high either, but not quite. I'm telling you. You you shot down my Iowa State. Oh, I'll I'll move them up. I'm telling you. I've I've finally bought in at three and one. I'm telling you. They're they're pretty darn good. That's this is nuts. For what this average league. Someone pretty, explain this league to me. Pretty darn good. I don't get it. It's the end of the bench. We got headlines next on 100.7 The Score. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be part of your Tuesday. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton, yours from the First United Bank studio. Got some headlines for you, a handful of them, on uh, what happened yesterday, specifically the Texas Rangers. They take out the Houston Astros in a tight one, 5-4 to four yesterday from Minute Maid Park. Uh, Texas now 7-0 and oh in the postseason. I am curious, what's the best ever? Like, what's the best start ever in the postseason? I'm sure someone's done 7-0, and oh, but I, I'm extremely curious um, what that looks like in terms of uh, just continuing that. I would not predict it. I I think the Rangers. If I'm predicting at this point, I'd predict the Rangers get it done in five, because you got a two three two format. I think the Rangers will win the final home game, and uh, finish it off there. But who knows? You got Scherzer on the mound on uh, Wednesday, and then is it too soon? No, I guess I guess it'd be the time for Montgomery to roll back around on Thursday. So. I like your chances and those opportunities, but we shall see. Uh, Rangers and Astros get the day off for travel today. They will take. They will square off again tomorrow night. We'll have the Rangers broadcast on Double T ninety seven three. Astros will be yours here on one hundred point seven. The score. Dallas Cowboys also uh, victorious last night as they hit the road and they win. In L.A. over the Chargers, the uh, Cowboys, kind of a defensive battle there. I don't know how many people expected that, but more of a defensive battle. Dak Prescott gets sacked five times in the game, so a little. And has his own read keeper for 20 yards and a touchdown. That was that was not bad. That was not bad. Dak overall, I thought, played fairly well. Fairly well. I mean, he they didn't put up. Great offensive numbers, but um, he didn't hurt you. So, Cowboys get the win, twenty to seventeen over the Chargers. Dallas moves to four and two. Dallas is uh, ten and one, coming off of losses in the last three years. They've they've only lost back to back games once in the last three years, which is pretty crazy. But uh, they've they've been pretty good 
in not falling twice in a row. Uh, Cowboys will be back in action on Sunday. I've already lost it. Who do the, who do they play? I on think Sunday? they're out of the bye week. Are we by no? I don't. I didn't mean to say it like that. Cowboys are off on Sunday. Thank you. Didn't mean to say are we by. Um, is that right? Are you sure. Well, I mean, I just saw that uh, my guy Tony Pollard, who's on my fantasy team, is uh, uh, under a bye. So that's how I knew. Okay, I probably just told everybody wrong in the sports center, but you know, accuracy, schmaccuracy. You're correct. They will uh, be off until off this week. They'll take on the Rams, uh, returning home next Sunday. First, Jets are on a bye. Bengals are on a bye. Cowboys are on a bye. So there you go. This Cowboys uh, Rams game is one of only two scheduled noon games the entire season. Isn't that crazy? I mean, the Cowboys bring numbers, and that's what they want. But it's crazy that a team can only play two noon games in one season. Wow. Um, don't I, ha- I have uh, college week seven ratings, too. Okay. We'll get to that. Hold on just a second. Uh, high school fan zone tonight. Uh, you can listen to it here on 100.7 score. Monterey and Lubbock High coaches. And then we'll have Diamondbacks Phillies in game two of that one after the Phillies took game one of that series last night. So uh, listen in. Following the high school fan zone here on 100.7, the score Phillies won 5-3 to three last night. I had one more headline, but I've lost it. So, oh, yeah, I've got to mention the Dallas Stars. They play tonight against the Golden Knights. Stars 1-0 so far, but they are in Vegas for a rematch of the uh, conference finals last year. Tonight at 9.30, if you want to stay up that late. All right, you got our uh, TV ratings for week Well, I, I number think you seven. Can... You can expect to see a lot of Friday games, dude, because they're doing well. Well, Tulane and Memphis drew a 1.72 million audience. Tulane, Memphis, t- I mean, I wonder how many people were planning to watch the Colorado Stanford game. Flipped over to Tulane, Memphis because the Colorado Stanford game was so bad. I wonder if that happened, and mm-hmm. then and then end up going back to the Colorado Stanford. Colorado Stanford. Not that much more, really, in the grand scheme. I mean, that's a huge number in for a Friday game. Well, actually, it is a lot more. I was looking at the wrong thing. Sorry. Um, you were looking at the 3.29. Yeah, yeah. 3.29. That's a big number for a Friday game. Uh-huh. But that's a lot of Friday football. 3.29 for uh, Stanford, Colorado, and then Tulane, Memphis, 1.72. Wow. Uh, the highest rated game of the weekend was Oregon and Washington. USC Notre Dame second, A&M Tennessee third, Indiana Michigan fourth, Arkansas Alabama fifth. You get down to finally some Big 12, BYU TCU 1.02 million on ESPN, Kansas Oklahoma State almost 800,000 on FS1. K-State, Texas Tech, just uh, about 26,000 behind that one. 
at 770k on the FS1. Wow. There you go. There you go indeed. Fort Valley State and Benedict, <laughs> 98,000. That's a thing. Uh Temple in North Texas, 37,000. How does Fort Valley State Benedict do better than Temple? A lot better. 60 grand better. That's crazy. Sheesh. Temple, North Texas. It was an ESPNU game. That's how. But still, FAU USF drew less than Fort Valley State and Benedict. And those were on the same station, ESPN2. All right, you can hit us up. Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, Bullfighter asks, who's on the wheel? Wicked, wicked wheel. We kind of revealed it yesterday, but Lucas uh, will be will be on the wheel this week. We'll take it easy on him. Hopefully, still hoping for the uh, Scotty P. That's what we're rooting for at this point. He's not. Look at him. He just he don't, he don't like Scotty P. I'm doing other things. It's, it's okay, though. I'm listening. Scotty P. He's 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 up. I mean, I get it. He's upset. Fourth. I'm week. doing over unders for tonight's games. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Wealth, share your share your wealth. You were you were on a good streak, and you're riding the. I'm mad Jake Ferguson did not get involved as much as he should have been last night. Okay. Um. CD Lamb did well for me. Obviously, Herbert and Allen did as well. I think Eckler and Pollard should have gotten more carries. Did they? Yeah, I was shocked at how little the football was run in general last night. Eckler and Pollard did not get near as many totes of the football as I uh, no, say I expected. They had a combined rushing total of 57. <laughs> did they really? Yeah. Pollard had that one long pass oh, play. Yeah. But, wow, that's crazy. Uh, this from the chat line. Enjoy that breakfast bowl of L's, Astro fans. Losing record at home this year for you. That's wild. Uh, Bullfighter says, who won? I'm keeping a list. Uh, I guess the listener won again. LFA won. Because yeah, he, picked, he picked Cowboys over. Don't you Chargers, remember his right? little text from last night? Oh, is that what that was about? <laughs> I was asleep when I saw it. What happened in the EOB pickup? Okay. Who is, what's the name of that guy that does the oh. what happened? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, uh, I said, what happened uh, to your Astros? That was my that was a good retort. Response. Good response. I didn't see it till this morning, but it was still good. Is it too much to root for the Rangers to go 13-0 on their on the way to their World Heck Series no. title? I think that's the hope. That's where we're going. I can guarantee that's never been done. But uh, it'd be nice for the Rangers to blaze a little trail for that. I'll take any sort of World Series title, though. So I won't be greedy. Plenty more from you on the chat line, Rangers, and otherwise. We'll uh, get to our tiers of 12. 20 minutes away from now. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be part of your Tuesday. It is the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman and Jeff Haxton, yours from the First United Bank studio. Continue to get to more of your thoughts 
on the AIDS Flooring Center chat line. Lots of Ranger stuff there. Hey, has the heat kicked on at Woodman Manor yet? No, we don't. We don't touch the heat until it's. We did have a fire Saturday morning, but that's more of just a. I know my wife's love language. That's fire, so that's why uh, we had a had a fire. All right, let's fire him. <laughs> let's get rid of him. What we've Bro. done there with choice, now you fire him right away because of accountability. I asked you a simple question about a no. heater kicking on, and you start talking about okay. love languages. But but for real, like you know, what a tool. No, I just know what my wife likes, and yeah, your has nothing to do with any innuendos your, your, or anything. I just know in my your endo. Here's another clip from Scrubs. I got to show you later. Another one <laughs> that Brandel sent me. So, um, no, but the heater we, that that takes a while to get. It's got to be sub freezing for sure before we hit the the heater. I mean, we've gotten close. It hit 39. I was gonna say this one was 45. Uh, it hasn't kicked on at our house either. I love using space heaters. Oh yeah. I love using space heaters. Like yeah. you wake up and it's chilly and then you get that space heater and you hear it kick on and you just, ah. Well, yeah, it's too early to kick the actual heater on though because yeah. it's going to hit 85 oh, like tomorrow. Like 90-ish. So yeah. We're going to be in the 80s. So That's what somebody put out there. It's like um, winter when you wake up, <laughs> and then, fall yeah. for lunch, spring about <laughs> to, I, I don't know. They had it all broken down. And, and summer and... It's all four seasons in one day. That's right. Yep. Happy birthday, by the way. We missed uh, Malik Dunlap. Oh. Quincy Ledette Jr. What up? And Chapman Lewis. Chapman Three Lewis. birthdays today over at Texas Tech Football. Lewis has uh, been a pretty impressive true freshman this year. So, yeah, Dunlap, Ledette, all, all good players. Let's uh, Let's get to the tears. Tears of 12. All right, then. Got any French fried potatoes? What is that from? Sling Blade. My bad. All right, Dave. Haven't, haven't seen it. You got the French fried potatoes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cincinnati, dead last. Planet Houston. 13. Baylor, 12. Toilet, tier. Not any good, tier. UCF, let's see, 14, 13, 12, 11. BYU, 10. Texas Tech, 9. Middle ground, tier. West Virginia, TCU. You guys are just all right, Tier. You're right. KU, six. Oklahoma State, five. Iowa State, four. K-State, three. And then I hate you, Tier. <laughs> Texas, two. <laughs> OU, one. I hate you, Tier. I like that one. Good finish. All right, I got the uh, the bottom feeders. You're not making a bold tier. That is Cincinnati, fourteen, Baylor thirteen. I got UCF twelve and Houston eleven. 
I, I let Houston's win at least influence it a little bit this week, but they're still in the bottom tier. The next tier is I think most of these teams will make a bowl game. Maybe. That is BYU 10, Texas Tech 9. You had Tech 9 as well, right? 14, 13, 12, 11, 10. Yes. Do you have BYU 10? Yes. Okay. So we're lockstep so far there. TCU 8. I've got Iowa State 7. I'm not I'm not as high on them still. I, that's still way higher than I had them. They've been in my bottom tier forever. You're wrong. <laughs> you are wrong on this one. Iowa State 7. West Virginia 6. Next tier is your pretty good tier. I think that's what you call it. KU 5. OSU 4. Kansas State 3. Texas, oh, and then the, the Big 12 championship tier. Texas and OU, 2-1. and one. I think um, I had to elevate. Uh, Iowa State, yes, I've elevated them quite a bit from where I had them. OSU I, is the one that I, skyrocketed to me, and it's because of who they've beaten be, based off the other teams. OSU just beat Kansas, which I have at 5 right now, and they beat... Who's the other one? That K-State. Oh, K-State, which I have still slightly ahead of them. Just Me too. Just because I think they're the better team. Just eye test. I think me they're too. the better team. But the OSU has to be that high to me because you beat the three and the five teams so far. And that, that looks like a different OSU team altogether than than what we saw early in the season. I for think sure. they're going to go up and beat West Virginia, and then they're going to beat Cincinnati. Uh, West Virginia is still the, the one I – I'm still holding out on. I'm like, I, I think they're still fairly good. I think they can win close games. If they get into any sort of shootout, they're done, though. That's Wouldn't I'm, you love to have flashbacks to my tears of 12 three weeks ago? when I, You really should keep these. Here, I'm going to scroll OSU back. OSU is the worst team in the here, here, Power Five. Here's mine from three weeks ago. Here's what I've got down from three weeks ago. OSU 14. I had a 14 too. <laughs> Houston, Iowa State at 12, and Cincy at 10. That's what I had. Baylor was 9 then. TCU was 8. Central Florida. I had Tech at 6. BYU at 5 at that point. <laughs> no, sorry. At, at, I had Tech at 7. BYU at 6. I had West Virginia, then Kansas, then OU. So the top has somewhat remained the same, but... I had OSU just like you did at 14 three weeks ago. Well, at that point, they were spinning quarterbacks around and didn't know who they were going to play. And It's nutty, man. What do you got, Lucas? I've been posting them on the website the last couple of weeks, so you can go back. And oh, listen. the tiers of 12 you yeah. have? What we've done? Okay, yeah. so yeah, you can go listen to them. and Kind of gauge where the progression. Yeah, so uh, if you want to go find those at at 107thescore.com or on the 100.7thescore Twitter page, you can you can hear how how much it's changed. But the Big 12 has been drunk. Like you don't know which team's going to win. Like seriously, this is a this is a league. As you look at this week's slate, still impossible to figure out. Just the lines this week are crazy, right? Tech's a four and a half point favorite on the road right now at BYU, and people are betting Tech. That's what. Outside of Lubbock, I think the sentiment is that Tech's going to win this game. And then other games. Bay, 
Cincinnati's a two and a half point favorite. Okay, since he's at home, I thought they were on the road, but they're still a two and a half point favorite over Baylor. Okay, that makes sense. What you were yapping I, I, about earlier did not. I thought they were on the road. My fault. I, I, but still, they're still a favorite over Baylor, and since he has not been competitive in any of the Big Twelve games yet. West Virginia three and a half points at Oklahoma State or at home against Oklahoma State. I don't know who's going to win that game. We can guess at it all day. But the middle of the Big 12, and the other one, K-State hosting TCU. I think K-State's the better team, but dang, TCU and their new quarterback, are they going to luck in to do the same thing they did last year? Luck into a good quarterback after Chandler Morris starts the season? <laughs> the Hoover kid tore it up last week. So I, I don't know. This league, there feels like two sure things this week, and that's Texas beating Houston and OU beating UCF. Outside of that, any of the other games can go any direction. I'm really hoping, by the way, that I do jinx that the other way by calling those those two games sure things. It'd be great if UCF beat OU or Houston beat Texas. Iowa State's got at Baylor in a week. In a, they got a bye week, and then they go to at Baylor, home Kansas, at BYU, home Texas, at K State. So. They're going to have a chance to prove themselves to be the team that I You're think right. they are. You're absolutely right. I mean, two, two, three weeks ago, I was so mad that Texas Tech was not playing Iowa State and Oklahoma State. <laughs> I was like, how did we get this schedule? Now I'm like, all right. Kind of happy you don't play either of those yeah. teams. It's crazy how much this league has just fluctuated. All right, plenty more from you on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Got something that's coming full circle. I'll tell you about that next on 100.7 The Score. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. On hour number two, it's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you as always by Happy State Bank. Alongside Jeff Haxton, I'm Choice Woodman. Lucas White still across the way taking care of us. Keep hitting us up. Your thoughts, comments, questions, hopes, dreams, whatever you got, bring it in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line through that 100.7 score mobile app. <coughs> we'll get back to a few of your thoughts momentarily. Some more Rangers, Red Raiders, Big 12 thoughts. First hacks. Full circle. You say circle. You have no idea what that's from. You say circle. No. From a movie. Good chance I'll know it when you tell me it. <coughs> if you can make it through. Dead It's freaking Well, at least your eyes aren't uh, like hot What happened colds. to your eyes? My eyes, allergies. Oh, okay. Dirt and wind and the like. So, anyway, um, the circle is uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Oh, yeah, I hate that. That's all. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> It is a dumb movie, but I have no idea why that that one line sticks out from it. Rob uh, Rob Schneider is the uh, what do you call it? the The guy who performs the wedding. What's the? It's not a pastor, but official. Official, yeah. I guess that. efficient. Efficient. Efi- efficient. I, I, don't know. I think yes. it is. I think it is efficient. Yeah. We're okay. idiots. 
Yeah, we are. Two idiots on in the morning. All right, full circle. I'll finally get to Nine it. Nine to twelve. You know, remember when Apple uh, started introduced the iPhone and everybody stopped wearing watches? Remember because you had a watch in your pocket, or you know, we have phones and. and That's it, a great line from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Help me. Kunu, Paul Rudd, mm-hmm. they're out there on their their surfboards. It's like, yeah, man, I moved out here and I don't even wear a watch anymore. I got one on my cell phone. So. Yeah. So, but then they start selling watches, right? <laughs> Apple, you know, introduces the iPhone and then everybody quits using it and then they want you to buy their watch. This is along those lines. So Netflix ran Blockbuster out of business. They just announced, uh, what was it, two weeks ago, that they quit the original Netflix style of selling or of yeah. uh, the DVDs. Netflix has just announced they're going to open brick-and-mortar stores. Blockbuster style. So uh, this is the, the full circle effect of... <laughs> Netflix ran Blockbuster out. Now we're like, ah, hey, we actually liked your, uh, your style your back model. then. So, yeah, that's that's what they're uh, that's what they're going to do. So that was the plan of quitting mailing the DVDs. They're going to call these stores Netflix House. First two will be un- announced. Sorry, opened in unannounced cities in 2025, but they want to expand to major cities throughout the world. Okay. Oh, dang it, we're not going to be a major city. I've said this before. That was one of the things I, I loved doing the most. And and th- we still had a Hastings, Hastings. around. We, Hastings was the best. Yep, we had a Hastings around when we first got our kids uh, back in 2016. So something we'd do on Yeah, Friday. that Hastings was here when I moved here. Yeah, yeah when, when we'd do on Friday nights, we'd go, hey, kids, y'all go pick a movie. Mom and dad are going to pick a movie. And we go have some movie nights occasionally, and that because that was something I loved from childhood. They had books and mega video oh, game yeah. selections, and you'd go you go to the movie store. And so I kind of like this that Netflix is going to bring this back again. It doesn't seem like if they're saying they're targeting major cities, then we're probably not going to get one at Lubbock, Texas. But that's kind of uh, kind of cool. Lubbock's like the eighth biggest city in Texas, man. It's a major city. It's major in Texas, but I think in the grand scale, we're still. Uh, like a hundred and was a hundred and thirtieth nationally size wise market wise market yeah market wise you got to go to the metro pick up Idaloo and shallow water and Tohoka though Lubbock Metro baby so just thought that was interesting with the uh, the whole Netflix hey you want to know how you did on your uh, your over unders from Saturday sure. I'm actually remembering to, to go back at these. You did much better than the yeah, previous week. I knew it. Much better. So the first one we did was Morton's uh, touchdowns over under two and a half. Uh, he went under. You got that one correct. Uh, yards, total yardage for Morton at 220. You went over. He went under. The injury, obviously. did. Mm-hmm. Uh, you went over the one and a half total running back touchdowns. He only had one, sadly, in the game. Um, By so the way, Lubbock's the 143rd TV market. 143rd. There yeah. you go. Between Palm Springs and Salisbury, North Carolina. Salisbury, North Carolina. Uh, you got three in a row then. 
Third down conversions, you went under the 50% for Tech. Red Raiders ended up at 4 of 13. You went under the 45% for Kansas State. They were 4 of 11. And then under the 3.5 tight end catches, you had 1 in the game. You also went under Jerron Bradley's 75 yards, which I told you he'd go for 100, but I'm dumb. So you're (laughs) 5... Five and two at this point. Let's go, as tech, the kids say. Tech takeaways. Let's went cook. Over it, the one and a half. Not so fast. You did go over the one and a half giveaways. <laughs> they did hit that. Tech total yardage. You went under the 450. Tech went for 480 yards in this game. Pretty crazy when you only score 21 points. You went over the uh, 155 rushing yards. Tech hit that with 182 in the game. And you went under the total yardage for Kansas State at 455 or 425. They went 436, so slightly under. The passing yards, you went under the 250. They ended up with 163 in the game. So you got that. And the over-under itself of score at 58. Vegas is good at that kind of stuff. There were 59 points in the game. So slightly over. Overall, you went eight and six. Yeah. Hey. Kind of like my picks. Hey, winning in over-unders, you go eight and six in Vegas, you're making money. So that's, that's pretty good. Much better than the previous week. Unfortunately, you did predict a tight game of, uh, what was it, 28-27 was your score prediction. And Tech won the stats game in a lot of them, except for the uh, the turnovers and the rushing yards. And you said it on Saturday, Hex, if the that the rushing battle is where it was going to uh, was where that game was going to be won, and that's absolutely what happened. They won the rushing battle, and uh, they ran it down your throats on Saturday. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is time for Ask the Benchformers. Pour the questions in on the AIDS Flooring Center chat line. Tweet us at 107 The Score or dial us up on the Visual Edge IT hotline 806-771-0973. I'm Choice Woodman next to Jeff Haxton. Lucas might across the way. Questions for any and all of us are welcome. Uh, let's start with this one I meant to answer earlier. Said what was what was with the terrible refs in the Cowboys game? Did you watch much of the Cowboys game? Probably didn't take in that much, right? Because said Madden was on the TV screen. I was doing a lot of cooking. I mean, I cooked for an hour and a half straight. Just what was on the dinner? Menu, oh gosh, we did. Um, I uh, baked a pork loin, and then I really wanted to turn that into street tacos. Mm, okay. So I had the uh, skillet tortillas going, you know, warming them there and then putting all the ingredients in and then making – everybody wanted different kinds of tacos. And, and that lasted a long time and then finally got to watch some of the second half. So to me, the the only thing that was terrible about the refs was just the nitpickiness. I don't know if you picked up on that, but Lucas is none. They – there was stuff called I have not seen called in NFL games in forever. Like they called one a, a 
illegal formation on a, a punt where it looked like you're, I guess it would be a guard there. And the punt had his foot like a foot too far back and called him in the backfield. And there was just, mm. they, they called um, offsides several times, tons of holding calls. It was just the refs making themselves part of the game way too much. It didn't seem like the teams were being that undisciplined necessary. It's just uh, almost every call was really called that really like, lots of nitpickiness. So I, that's what I don't like in a football game. I mean, if, if they're committing the fouls, you, you throw the flag, but if it's really tight, I would rather you err on the side of, of letting them play. And they, they did not do that last night. And it, there was not a lot of flow to that game last night. You're starting to see, oh, there hasn't been much middle ground, but you're starting to see some games where they're starting, and this uh, this is at least at the college level, where they're starting to let them play. There's fewer penalties. There are few, they're getting better about this. I'll give them credit. Mm-hmm. They're getting better about not reviewing every single thing. Agree. So there are, have been some games where, like, man, that was fun. There wasn't a ton of flags. There wasn't a ton of stoppages for reviews. That's the way right. I want this thing to be played. But then you can get you, you can get crews that. Uh, in, enjoy throwing the flag a little bit more and then yeah um you know making sure that that uh, quarter of an inch gets reviewed on a spot and that that takes away the enjoyment not totally because i'm still going to watch but uh, i've seen uh, both sides of that this year uh hacks do you think the cowboys will make the playoffs the boys will make the playoffs yes i mean what i I think we've talked about this plenty, but it's it's a team that beats up on bad football teams. And there's Chargers plenty of were, those. Chargers were a team like right in the middle. Not, not great, not bad. I did pick the Chargers yesterday. I thought they would win. You but. did. But I, I think they'll beat up on teams that are not that great, and, and there's a lot of those. So Cowboys make the playoffs, probably first-round exit. First-round first exit. There you go. That's <clears throat> what usually happens. Bench sitters. <clears throat> Does Choice Jinx the Rangers – Repeatedly because A, he enjoys infuriating the chat line and coworkers, or B, he enjoys the feeling, the power to be able to jinx sports teams. <laughs> Have I ever jinxed the Rangers? Mm. No. I haven't jinxed them. They, they're they sitting at 7-0 and right now, and I've been singing their praises for weeks. <clears throat> I guess like two weeks, but... No, and um, I mean, I I leaned into t- that Tropicana. You field did. You thing. really leaned into that one, and and they continued to do nothing but win there. So, I I promise you, I, I know jinxing is fun, funny, and does make people mad sometimes. But I promise you, no words that I say in these three hours that we sit here every Monday through Friday are going to affect how the Rangers play their baseball. I promise you that's that's the truth. So be careful. <laughs> My words be have no careful. effect on that. Someone said uh, you are going to get lit up like a Christmas tree I know. if they lose. If they lose like specifically the next time out. The next time out. Uh speaking of Rangers, here's this one. It's hard in any way to question Bochi. But do you question him going to Max in Game 3? Scares me a little that he might get jumped on after yeah. not pitching so long and let Houston have breath of life in this series. Yeah, blame that if they lose, not me. By the way, you, you've you had some – I don't know if it's jinx, jinx stuff, 
but you've had weird supernatural things happen that I think give you a <laughs> reputation, reputation of being a jinxer, but like the, the banister, the banister fi- the beard, fired five minutes after and I the, said he wouldn't be fired. Yeah. yeah that one was, <laughs> that's probably top of the list. There's no way he's getting fired. Yeah. There, there's some, you're right. There's some that, that have built the reputation, but specifically towards the Rangers winning and losing. Yeah. No, n- nothing there. But now you, You've put yourself in the market. See, I just, I just roll just, with it. You just ch- chilling over there, and hey, this just has been fun. Let you verbally dig your grave. <laughs> so, uh, do you question the move, Scherzer? Uh, like I'm on the fence about it. Like, I think it's, like that. I think it's worth it now. Um, up to zero, you know the kind of guy he can be. So let's roll the bones a little bit on this deal and see if he can go out there and be himself. Now, I would also have a short leash. I would have guys uh, down there in that bullpen like, hey, we're going to try this out. We're going to know pretty quick if it's good or bad. Yeah. And if it's bad, we're gonna we're not going to take a long time here. Now, I would think that the arm has to feel 100%, 100% or close to it or they wouldn't try this. Agreed. He's thrown – Live bullpen sessions, so, but none of that comes close to pitching in front of fifty thousand people in Game Three of an ALCS. When you get the adrenaline going, will he be able to harness that and be himself? If he can, he may shove. If not, and he's a little wild, he may get shoved on. But he is one of the greatest pitchers of our generation. Yeah. So it's hard to leave him on the bench, right? Like this, this is one of the best guys we've seen for the last ten to fifteen years. And if he's ready to go, you've got to throw him out there. So I, I agree with you on that. And you're right. The timing is is good for the Rangers. Up to nothing gives you a little bit more cushion. Um, I want to know if you're like me because, and I told my buddy that I was watching the game with yesterday, that this is just the way that I am. So I'm Mr. All or Nothing, right? Mm-hmm. It's either all great or all horrible. Sure. All, all It's all good or all death. I felt like whoever won that game yesterday was going to win the series. That's how much pressure I felt at 5-3. At, well, 5-1, 5-3, 5-4, getting closer, getting closer. I was like, if the Astros win this thing, they're going to win the series. If Texas wins, they're going to win the no, series. No, I have similar feelings. Yeah, if they would have made a comeback, it gives the Astros momentum. So I I agree. 2 nothing. I mean, it's a big difference. It truly is a big difference. I gave the stats earlier, and that's what the jinx people are talking about. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I do kind of ride or ride or die there with the the feelings. Um, you also said Chris Beard would get married, and you jinxed that. Not true. I said he was engaged, and that actually came true. So you know, it was just a little premature on it. I don't think he's engaged anymore. Uh, Val says, what did McGuire say about Morton? I, I just think he basically said he's day to day and and we'll see. Didn't really commit any. He said he's really sore. Yeah, didn't commit he said either direction. He uh, had seen a lot of guys in that situation that were told, "Hey, we're going to hold you out." That uh, he may have been the most angry of being told that mm-hmm. because he wanted to go out there, and he said he just Baron didn't want to let anybody down. So it was. It sounded like to me pretty good tussle to keep him from going back out and playing in the second half. But they made that decision. I'm through through sure through the trainers and the coaches 
hey, the arm's not good enough. You're not right. You're going to sit. Yep. But those are the things that were talked about with Barron that he's sore and um, basically game time decision. Uh, bench warmers, last one. How many rushing yards does Taj finish the season with? He's going to get 1,000. Yeah, he'll hit the 1,000 mark. He's sitting at 786 already. He may get 1,000 before you hit game 10. How about 1,200? I think you're. that's a pretty good over-under to set it at. That's it for us. Appreciate you joining us today. We'll be back with you with a hump day edition of the show tomorrow. For Jeff Haxton, Lucas White, I'm Choice Woodman. It's been the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. The bottom line's up next. This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.